Okay, good morning. Rishis Salimari. When you say Samadala, let's just go a little further in the Gomorrah first. The Gomorrah, we're up to the two dots, um, about seven, eight lines up. Omar Abba Barchinna Sabo Mishmeda Rav. Rabba Barchinna Sabo said in the name of Rav. Kol Shalo Omar Emes Viyatsiv Shacharis. Anyone who doesn't say, doesn't say in the morning Emes Viyatsiv, after Kriyashma, the first bracha after Kriyashma, the bracha of MSV So anyone who doesn't say that in the morning, the MSV Emuna Arvis, and he doesn't say MSV Emuna in the evening, Lo Yotso Yidei he has not fulfilled his obligation. Shenem, as it says, Lehagid Babokar Chasterpa, to tell in the morning of your kindnesses, the Emunosicha Balilos, and of your Emunah in the night. In other words, in the morning we must speak about the Chesed of our Kodesh Baruchu which is what we speak about in Emes Viyatsi. We speak about the miracles of going out to Mitzrayim, Kriyat Yamsuf. Um, what else do we talk, we, we talk about? That, that there, are, there are actually various things the Yerushalmi says one has to include in Emes Viyatsi. Uh, the Yerushalmi says one has to include uh, Yitzhak Mitzrayim, Malchus, one has to include uh, mention of Hashem's kingship, Kriyat Yamsuf, as we said, and Makas Pachoris. The, the uh, Mishapura speaks about whether that's absolutely the Kuvah, based on the Gemara in the second parak, but um, whether it's absolutely imperative that all of them have to be me- uh, mentioned. But from the Gemara in the Yisham, it's Mashma, all of them must be mentioned. And that's what we're doing in the morning. We're recording the Chasodim, the kindnesses, the immense miracles and kindnesses that our Kodesh Baruch Hu performed for us when we left Mitzrayim. That's in the morning. Lahagid The Emunah is at night to speak about the Emunah that we have that our Kodesh Baruch Hu is going to redeem us in the future in the same way that He redeemed us in the past, He will redeem us in the future with the final redemption. That's one Peshat given. The other Peshat given is that, um, in fact, if, if we look at Rashi, we'll see it together in Rashi, that one. Shenema It's five lines up. Five lines up in the Rashi from the, begin- top of the, uh, from the bottom of the page. Ubeikas emes v'yatsiv kula al chesed The bracha of emes v'yatsiv is all about the chesed that our Baruch Hu did with our fathers, he it is. That he took us out from Mitzrayim. And he split the sea for them. And he took them across. It speaks about also about the future things. That we are awaiting that he will fulfill for us his promise. And his emunah towards us. To redeem us from the hand of kings, from the, the hand of oppressors, to place our souls in the true life, and to take us over the raised places of our enemies, all these nisim which are happening the whole time. The kids who we are talking about, the morning is about the past, the evening is about the future. The evening being the Lila, the night being the, the sense of Golis that we're staying in. We're in, the, we're in a mode of darkness right now. We're in the Golis, but we have this Emunah that our Kodesh Baruch will take us out in the, in the, uh, in the uh, hopefully, in the near future. If you look at Tosus, if you look in the middle of the Tosus, because the first Peshat in Tosus is exactly the same. But Tosus says, where it says, in Tosus says the last few lines, Inami. Al-Derech HaMedrash, it goes by the way of the Medrash, which says, Chadoshim Labakorim Rabo Emunotecho. Like we say in the morning, Mode'ani, She'odom Ma'minu Maskid Ruchoi Biyodid, that a person shows Emunot, and he deposits his, his Ruach, basically his Neshoma, in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Umachaziro Belo Yigiyo. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu returns it without it being tired. In other words, as Rabbi Niyona spells out a little more, in the morning, as we said, is an expression of the chesed that tells over the chesed that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did when we left Mitzrayim. Emes Ve'emunah is because at night, as we prepare to go to sleep, eventually we're going to go to sleep, we are going to deposit our neshama with the Rebbe Nishleilam. And therefore, we say in Emes Ve'emunah, it's an expression of, on the one hand, perhaps the emunah we have, that we're going to deposit our neshama with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but it's tremendous emunah on HaKadosh Baruch Hu's part, because normally when you give over a deposit to somebody else, when you give over a pekodim to somebody else, 
you'd be lucky to get it back in the same in the same state that you received it um, that, that you that you gave it, gave it over. However, when it comes to um, uh, with our Kodesh Baruch Hu, the neshama not only comes back in the same state; it comes back in a better state. When we give over the neshama at night, it's tired. It's had a long day's work behind it, and our Kodesh Baruch Hu gives it to us Chadoshim Labakorim. He gives it back new, reinvigorated, as if completely new. That's the MS for the 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 of the of the morning and the emuna of the night. So says the Gemara. Some Jews does not say these two things in the morning. The night has not fulfilled his obligation. Now to clarify, what obligation has he, has he not fulfilled? So a very important point is, as we, we learned earlier, we learned at the top of your base on Medalis, that if a person gets the brachis in the wrong order, it doesn't really matter. If you get the brachis the wrong way around, you say, Avarabah before Yetzirah, it doesn't really matter. The truth is, we yet, we've, we've yet to see, but as Hashem in the beginning of the, of the second parak, that at least the way we pass in, it doesn't really matter if you don't say the brachis at all. If you don't say the brachis at all of Kriya Shema, Strictly speaking, you've still been Yotzei Kriya Shema. It's not ideal, but a person would have been Yotzei Kriya Shema, the way we passed it. So therefore, when the Gemara says here that he's not been Yotzei his obligation, La Aloha, what I mean to say is he did not say he hasn't been Yotzei his obligation of Kriya Shema. Of course he's been Yotzei his, his obligation of Kriya Shema. Kriya Shema is, as we've brought from more than once already, the Rashi says, is not, there are no Birchus HaMitzvah, there's no Brochus on Kriya Shema. Kriya Shema is not dependent on the Brochus. If a person doesn't say MS Vyat, if he doesn't say MS Amuna, what it means to say is he has not fulfilled the um, the um, the obligation um, as he should have. But of course he has fulfilled the obligation of of uh, of Kriyashima. <coughs> yeah. We'll see about the in a second what a person does. We'll just follow through a, a summary in a second. Just one last point before we come to the summary. If you take a look at Dibba Amasra MS Vyatsiv, and Tosis Dibba Amasra MS Vyatsiv. Says Tosis, on the left hand side. MS Vyatsiv, we say, we say there are 15 Nishonis of, 15 expressions of, of praise towards our Kodesh Baruch Hu. MS, our Kodesh Baruch Hu is MS, and Yatsiv, and upstanding. Viyatsiv, Venochen, Vikayon, Viyosha, etc., etc. What are these referring to? Is it referring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is MS. And Yatsiv says Tosis, no. It's very, very important, this Tosis. Lekoi ala Shekhinu. These 15 expressions are not talking about the Shekhinu. Elokoi ahadovar hazeh b'churu. It's going on the words hadovar hazeh. After the 15 expressions we get to, we say, um, the Yofeh, uh, what do we say? Emes v'yatsim enoch and mekayim v'yoshim and emon etc. etc. The yofeh hadovar hazeh. All those fifteen expressions are going on this thing. This thing refers back to what we said in Kriya Shema, I believe. But it's not going on the Shekhinah. The chen yisot haram. So if you'll find in the Ram, why? The yisot b'yishalmi. Because take a look at the yishalmi. It says, "Hai ma'ganita zelespe timo." If you've got a, a a a gem, a beautiful stone, which has got its it's got no value to it. Pirish, you can't possibly put a value on it. The more you try to praise it, the more you'll put it down. You're disgracing it. We'll see later on, the Gemara says, the Chazah was a person, the Potach, the Omar, he starts off saying, Hakel, Hagodel, Hagibar, Vahanero, Vayamari Chayben, he's going on and on and on singing the praises of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Vahomari Rabbi Chanino, Rabbi Chanino said to him, you finished off singing the praises of your master. We'll see later on, The more you say, the more you're disgracing our Kaddish Baruch Hu. So for us to be saying, Emes, V'yatsiv, V'nochen, V'kayom, V'yosham, V'nemon, V'ov, and we go on and on like this. It's a disgrace to the Shekhinah. It can't be that these 15 expressions are going on the Shekhinah. Rather, it's important to realize that these 15 expressions are going on what follows. The words which we finish off with, the the what do we say? Hadovar This thing which we've talked about previously, that is what is MS, the Yatsif, Benochin, etc. As I said, a very important point, not to get confused there. We're not talking about the Shekhinah. Let's just summarize now, if we take a look at the sheets from yesterday, yesterday's sheets, 
If we go to take a look from page one, we'll just very briefly have a quick look down the questions, just to fill in one or two blanks. What is the first bracha of Kriyashima? In the morning, we know one says Yot to O. The first bracha is Yot to O. Just one or two in the Kudus, the Mishnah Bura says when a person says Yot to O, be careful to make a break. Because otherwise it sounds like Yot to It's not Yot to it's Yot to Now you don't have to make such a massive break like I did, but a slight pause, Yot to um, there are other sort of nuances and tiktok in which he says refer to the Bayahate and the Shari Teshuvah I've said you can, I've placed them on a rock and you can take a look there yourself I'm not going through all of them but just one look at which many people may be aware, uh, uh, may be aware of when you say Yitzha'ur you kiss your Tfilah Shaliyad Yitzha'ur and then Uvari Choshev you kiss your Tfilah Shalresh another, another point there um, in the evening we see Hashem Bidvari Marivarov and that's the first Brachov once again, there is a slight, play, slight pause there, says the Mishnah Bura. When you say, There should be a slight pause between Kirtzona. Because the word, the word Kirtzona goes back on what we've already had. Okay? He puts all the stars in their place in the, star, in the sky, Kirtzona, according to his will. Comma, and then it carries on. So a slight pause there as well, so that the word kitzon is not going on the next bit. That's what the Mr. Burra says. Again, there are other differences he mentioned, but a lot of them depend on the custom that one has. So, depending on the nusach one davens, therefore we'll leave that. You can take a look, a look in your own time. What is the second bracha? So the second bracha is, as we saw in the Gemara, there's much discussion on Yudala from the base, whether it's Ava Rabba or Ahavas Eilo. The Rift says that, depending, based on his Gersa, the Maskon is, it's Ahavas Eilo. Tosus and the Geonim say, no, in the morning it's Ava Rabba, in the evening it's Ahavas Eilo. Basically, Menag Ashkenaz is like Tosus, Menag Sfarad, or definitely Sfarad, Sfaradim, I believe, is the art of Menhogim, obviously, but many do say Ahavas Eilo for both. That's only, it doesn't really make a difference if you say the, the wrong one, Nishkaverah, don't worry about it. In fact, if you said the whole wrong bracha, says the Mishnah Brewer, if you would say Avas Olam, the one from the evening, in the morning, it also would be Nishkaverah, it doesn't really matter. But generally speaking, the, dif- the main difference is really in those first few words, Avas Olam, Avarabo, the, the general text of the, of the bracha, the body, is much the same. Whether you're Ashkenaz, Sfarad, there are certain differences, but that's the, uh, the, the basic thing there. What is the third bracha? So as we've just seen, it's MSV Yatsiv in the morning, in the evening it's MSV Amunah, as we just explained. Um, if one did say the wrong way around, right, one said in the morning, he said MSV Amunah, or vice versa, the, um, if one has not yet concluded the bracha, then the Chaya Odom says you should simply go back and continue from the beginning. So if in the, in the morning you start saying MS7 and you're going through it, MS7, etc., 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 and you suddenly realize I'm saying the wrong one, then just go back to the Yatsiv and Ochre and Mikhail and Yosh and continue from there. If you've already concluded the broadcast, don't worry about it. There's nothing, nothing needs to be repeated. That means to say, when I say concluded the broadcast, that means you've already said the shame of Hashem. You've already said Borachat Hashem, and you say, too late. Just say, God, Israel, and continue on. Um, if one was lacking on time, Here's an interesting adokha. A person, you know, he's in the middle of Shema, looks at his watch, he says, Oi, there, I've got to be out for work already. I could, I could quickly chop in the last bracha, emissary Yatsiv, but I'm not going to get Shema and done. What should you do? Says the Ramah, stop at Emes. When you finish Shema, stop there. Leave the last bracha of emissary Yatsiv, leave it till you're ready to dub and Shema and so that you could be semech ko'ul or That's what the Ramah passed him. The Morgan Avram says, What's this hatter? Because you're in a rush. You're allowed to suddenly break off from davening. So the Mongan Avram, I don't understand what's going on over here. So the, the Mishnah Brewer brings from the Naha Shalom and he says, of course. What, it, what the Mishnah, what the Ramah is talking about, of course he ag- agrees. If when you start davening, you realize you're limited on your time, you've got no hatter to d- start doing that. If you're limited on time, you should just, just say Kriyashima. As you know, that often is say Kriyashima if you're going to miss this amount of Kriyashima. And when you're ready to daven Shemana Esrei, then repeat Shema with all the brachos, and then go straight into Shemana Esrei. What the Ramah is talking about is somebody who thought he had plenty of time. 
And he's down there with tremendous kavana. Suddenly he looks at his watch and he says, Oi, I'm not going to have time to say Shemana Esri. What do I do? That's the question of the Ramah. So in that case, he says, the thing you should do, in that situation, you should stop after MS, the end of Shema, and leave MS Vyatsev until you're ready to say Shemana Esri. No, you definitely don't say the brachas again. No, you definitely don't say the brachas again. It could be that uh, you should ideally maybe say Shema again. Ideally maybe to say Shema similar to the next question. But it's not absolutely necessary. Let's just see the last question. What happens if a person gets the order of the brachas mixed up? That, as we've seen, we saw the top of your base on Adam, it doesn't matter. If you, got, if you said Ava Rabba before Yitzhah, it doesn't matter. In fact, if you said Emes Viyatsu before Kriyashima, it doesn't matter. If you said all the brachas after, after Kriyashima, or even after Tefillah, it doesn't really matter. And in fact, Lahalocha, we haven't got to this yet, Dafid Gimel, so Lahalocha, the way we Paskin, it doesn't really matter from the point of view of Kriyashima if you miss out all the brachas. Even if you were to miss out all the brachas, you'd still be Yitzhah Kriyashima. It's not ideal. Most definitely not ideal, but you have been Yitzhah Kriyashima. If one did not recite the brach of Emes Viyatsev after Kriyashima, basically what you were just asking, then the Birkei Yosef, that's the Chidor, he advises that when you decide to make up Emes Viyatsev, the ideal is to say Kriyashima with it. You're not, it's not no obligation, but it's best to say Kriyashima with it, so that Kriyashima does have some link to Emes Viyatsev. That is a summary of those, of those halakhas. We've pretty much come to the end of the halakhas of the brachas of Kriyashima, there's just one last point hanging, sort of uh, been hanging over for, from last week. And that was, in this toastus on Yudbeis Omidala, Sibba Hamas Fil Loide Isuye. Now, I'm just going to close with this, with this question. Toastus said in the middle there, Toastus was discussing, remember the case of somebody who made a mistake in the bracha, oh, he was holding a cup of, he was holding a cup of uh, beer, and he said, uh, and he starts off thinking he was going to say Shahako, and because he thought he was holding it, sorry, he starts off saying he was, thinking he was going to say very often because he thought it was wine. And then he, right at the end, the last moment, he realized it was this. He said, he said, Shahakel, has he been Yitzhak? Has he not been Yitzhak? According to the riff, we say, Sovit Brocha, Sohakel, don't make a new Brocha. The re says, no, you do have to make a new Brocha. We explained why, because we don't see Sovit Brocha, Slokin, and Brocha, Sanem. Said Toastus then. We just take a look back in that Toastus again. Umihu Hoya Omer Abinu Khanano. In Dibba Maska Loli Isiye Namo, it's about four or five lines down. Umihu Hoya Omer Abinu Khanano. The Rabbinu Khanano used to say, Imhoya Yodea Bevero. If a person knows for sure, Sheto Bidibura, that he made a mistake with what he said, Sheomar Bere Priho Eight. Okay, has everyone got this? It's in Dibba Maska on the left hand side, Loli Isiye Namo. You'd base on Madalaf. You'd base on Madalaf. If you go down about five lines, one, two, three, four, five, five or six, depending where you're starting from, can you see where it says umiu? Second word in. Yeah, after the word acheres, the line, the line starts with the word acheres in Tosos. Yeah, that, everyone's got that? Okay. Umiu haya omer abin chanano. Im haya yedea bevera, if a person knew for sure, she told bidibura that he made a mistake with what he said. She omar bore priya eight. Tachas priyagofen. Then instead of saying bari priyagofen, a person said bari priyagofen on the wine. The besoich kadei dibor yochalachzabod. Toich kadei dibor, you can go back on it. Toich kadei dibor, if straight away you said bari priyagofen, bari priyagofen, that's fine. Yochalachzabod. The chayim biyomtuf similarly says toisus on yomtuf. The chasimos shel yomtuf im tobe mekadish yisrov azmanim. Instead of saying Mekadish Yisroel Vazmanim, as we say at the end of the Brach of the Yomtuf. The Omar Mekadish HaShabos, he said Mekadish HaShabos. The Chov Labasech Nidibah, and within within three words, breath sort of thing, about two seconds, he quickly corrected himself. Yotza, he's been Yotzeh. Achareishu Yedeashu Yomtuf. Since he knows full well, it's Yomtuf. So two halachas says, says Tosus. First halacha is, a person was holding a cup of wine, he said, very pre hot eight. Oh, very pre That's fine, says Tosus. Second halacha was on Yom Tov. Instead of saying Mekadish Yisro of Azmanim, he said Mekadish Ashabos. Oh, Mekadish Yisro of Azmanim. That's fine as well. <coughs> Doesn't matter as long as he corrects Tosus. They did, but that's fine. The problem is with the first case. 
We mentioned this last time, I left the question hanging. The first case, we're talking about, we're talking about a cup of wine. Why do you have to correct yourself? If a person said, Bore Priho ate on wine, he's not Yote? The wine comes from a tree, comes from grapes. Just like if you said on, on an apple, you said, Bore Priho Adama, you're Yote, it's a Mishnah of Furashas later on. A person says, Bore Priho Adama on an apple, he's been Yote, because the apple ultimately did come from the ground. It grew on a tree, but it came from the ground. Shahatel covers everything. So says Rabbi Shiva Heger, he brings a Ginas Brodom, who passes our locha like this. He says, Of course you're Yotze. If you take a cup of wine and you say, Bore Priyot, of course you're Yotze. The mindset, it seems it is a Makhlaik Strashayim, and that could be the easy way out. But as I said, I think I've got, I think there's a beautiful, beautiful Yosef in this Tosis here. Whether it's true in Tosis, I don't know, but I, I think it's beautiful because look carefully at the Loshan of Tosis. Tosis is so particular on the Loshan here. There's a couple of nuances in his Loshan here. First of all, if you take a look at the case of Yomsa, there are two main, main differences between the two cases in Tosus. First of all, when it comes to Yomsa, Tosus doesn't say, Yochel Lachazor, but he can go back on himself. Yeah, what does he say? If he went back on himself, Yotza, you being Yotza, you fulfilled your obligation. I said, Makali Shashabos, oh, Makali Shisravazmanim. Did that work? Oh, yes, it worked, because you did it totally different. When it came to the case of the cup of wine, Tosin doesn't say, did it work? Yotza, you've been Yotza. He doesn't say that. He says, if you say Mekadi, so you said, Bore Priya 8, Yochel Lachazarboi, you are able to correct yourself. Why didn't he say, I said, Bore Priya 8, Bore Priya, go off and Yotza, you've been Yotza. Why do you think you can correct yourself? You're, a, you're able to retract. Why did he change? That's question number one. Question number two is, when it came to the case of Yom Tov, Tosus finished off and he said, do you know why it works, Tosus Dibur? It's because, Kivin Shehu Yodei Yom Tov. Since he knew right from the start it was Yom Tov, it was a slip of the tongue. Well, it was a slip of the tongue, so you can correct yourself, Tosus Dibur. Why didn't he say that in the case of the wine? He should have said, I said, I can correct myself, Tosus Dibur, since I really knew it was wine anyway. Why didn't he say that? Yotza the Brosa, meaning you can now eat. Or say, now you can eat. Now you can drink the wine. So don't say you're Yotza. Say you can drink the wine. Okay. I'm saying the word, the Yotza Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is, Yotza is going on the state, is the question before you've gone back. Can I go back? Yotza means I've already gone back. Did it work? So, okay, you don't want to say Yotza. Say whichever lotion you want. Why is one talking about sort of, I want to know, can I go back? And the other one's talking about, if you went back, did it work? That was question number one. Question number two is, why when it comes to Yom Tov, does Tosis add in, he says, since I knew that it was Yom Tov. Why didn't he say the same in the case of the wine? Since I knew it was wine, so I can go back and say, If you look at the Mordechai, the Mordechai does say those words, since he knew it was wine. But the other difference, he does not, he's like Tosis, I believe that Tosis is saying something completely different here. And that is like this. Of course you've been Yotze. When you said Bore Priyot, of course you've been Yotze. The question is, can I go back and say Bore Priyot Gofen? Says Tosis, The Chiddush is, you're allowed to correct yourself. What's the Chiddush? What's the Chiddush? No, what's the Chiddush? That's it. If you've been Yotze, you're not allowed to talk. Once you make a bracha, if I say, you're not allowed to say anything unnecessary. Right, there's a whole Gemara later on which talks about if you're allowed to say anything whatsoever, but most definitely anything which is completely unnecessary for the bracha, you're not allowed to say until you've eaten the bread. If you make a bracha on wine, you say, Bore Priyagofen, you've got to take a sip of the wine. So if Bore Priyagofen has been effective, like Rabbi Kiva Ega says, so you want to make it even better by saying Bore Priyagofen. Are you allowed to do that? Says Tosis, the Chiddush is, You're allowed to go back. Of course you've been Yotze. Whether you knew it was wine, it's nothing to do with knowing it's wine. I don't need to tell you because you know it's wine. You've said very priority, of course you've covered yourself. The Chiddush is, You're able to go back. We have to understand in a second why you're able to go back. Because as I said, it's kind of a tremendously important Yotze, especially for North Hendon. 
and many, many other, you'll see in a second why, and for many other shuls. I just want to just finish this point. Whereas when it comes to Yom Tov, Yom Tov, if you say Mekadi Shashabov, that's no good. You have to go back. Of course you have to go back. So it says Tosus, you have to go back. So I did go back. Did it work? So if you did it Tosus Dibur, and you knew it was Yom Tov, that's based on what we discussed, I'm not going back into that. You have to have known it's Yom Tov, otherwise it, may not have, it doesn't really work. We're not going back into why that is. It's, that was part of yesterday's very complicated chair. So, you have to have known it was Yom Tov, says Tosus. Just take Tosus' take word for it. Otherwise it won't work. But that's because you have to correct it. You have to correct it, so then you have to know it's Yom Tov. And there says Tosus Yom Tov. If you did correct it, it works. If you did it, it wouldn't have worked. Now, Shaykin, in the case of the wine, if you did it, okay, it didn't work. But you can still drink the wine. It may have been a heftic, it If you do it, it may be that you've, uh, tuck a heftic, maybe. But it hasn't affected the broker itself. Now, is that clear? Is that clear? Because it's the same as Tosh. The Tosh Dibur is, is the main Nakuda. The Tosh is saying, as long as it's Tosh Dibur, you can go back. But it's too, otherwise, as I asked last week, why did Tosh give Dafka two, two, two examples? You could have picked any examples in the world. Why did you pick these two examples? It's also beautiful now why you pick these two examples. Because they're two different Yosodas. The one, the common denominator is, he knows he made a mistake and Tosh he's going back. As opposed to what he's been talking about till now, you haven't actually said anything wrong. You just start off with the Kavana to say the wrong thing. I just want to explain very briefly how I think it works. If you take a look at your sheets, again from yesterday, on page, page number two, there was one last from the Kurda, a very short Rambam there, and Pirisham Mishnah a Rambam in Masechus Matis. The Rambam is going on the Gemara there, the Gemara basically says, that if you've got, let's say, three people who are giving ages together, three people who are giving ages together, you've got Reuven, Shimon, and Levi, and they're all full Seder. They're all found to be false. There's a lot of Kasha Zoma. They're all found to be complete, absolute liars. They've been proven they weren't where they were. They said, we, we saw so-and-so do, do such and such in, uh, in, you know, in, uh, in, you know, on the North Circular at such, such a time on such, such a day. And other agents come along and say, none of you were there at that time. You were with us in Manchester. There's a dinner of on us. So the third one pipes up and he says, right, you've got Reuven, Shimon and Levi. Reuven gave Aedas first, then Shimon and then Levi. So Levi says, why should I be punished? I wasn't needed for the Aedas anyway. I wasn't needed for the Aedas. So we say, no. If you gave it, if you started your Aedas, of the others, you're as guilty as them. Now why? Why? So I think it's possibly the Rabbeinu Hanana or somebody, somebody, one of the Mephoshim there, I think it's the Rabbeinu Hanana says, because if you said a Turkey they Dibur, then there's no first and last. There's no such thing as Uvein said it before Shimon, gave it before Shimon, and Shimon before Levi. You obviously have to have one who says before the other. But one, if anything you say Turkey they Dibur, there's no real order to it. Look at the, look at the Lashon of the Rambam as well. The Rambam gives us a bit of understanding in that. That which we say, they all have to be found Zoyman. Don't worry about the exact case. That's with one condition that all of them gave Aedas within Turkey Dibur of the previous Aedas. He says two things. In order it should all be one testimony. By doing it it's as if they all testified in one go. I said, possibly I should have brought the Rabbeinu Hanana on the sheet as well. There's no order now. Anything done Turkey Dibur, there's no such thing as being first and last. If that's the case, it's beautiful. What's the problem? I said, very priori. I said, very priori. So I'm thinking, look, I've been here, it covers the wine. Can I now say, very priori, I've already been yoked to the bracha. Maybe it's a hefzuk. So it's not a hefzuk. Because a hefzuk means you said one thing, you've been yoked to the bracha, now you want to say another thing between the bracha and the wine. There's no hefzuk. Because if you say a turkey, it's all said together. 
You're saying Beripriya is often at the same time as Beripriya eight. There's no Hefzuk there. There's no Hefzuk. Why do I say this is such an important Yisrael? In North Hendon, I'll give you two examples. On Parashat Zachar, it's the Mitzvah Eraisa. So we have to get it right. What do they say? They say, in the, in the whole thing, they say, Simcha es Zecha Amorik, Simcha es Zecha Amorik. So, there are many who question this, this Minhag. They say, because you just corrected yourself. So, it may be, you know what, it doesn't really make a difference, Zecha, Zecha, anyway, strictly speaking. But in the shock, if you're correcting yourself, because you're Cheshish, for some reason, there's a difference between Zecha and Zecha, right? at least I'll pick up all the difference between the two, fine. But then you just corrected yourself. You said Simcha Es Zecha Amorik, and then you said Simcha Es Zecha Amorik. So it's no good. So I heard from one person, he wanted to say, you should make a, you should make a gap. You should say Simcha Es Zecha Amorik, wait a couple of seconds, hopefully they will, and then say Simcha Es Zecha Amorik. To be honest, I'm not quite sure how that helps you much more, because then it's a heftic and a bossic. The same thing they ask is, the men I guess in North Hendon, um, in, in uh, Megillah Esther, all those different even, even creative that, that the Minag is, the Messiah, and I've seen people who challenge this and say it's a Minag Shtus. The, the creative, uh, which one's the creative? Yeah, Behebar, um, sorry, which, I'm going to give a couple of examples. Ka um, Omram and Ba uh, Omram, exactly, one, one or two of them are Taka Shad and the Messiah. They say, how can you do such thing? And, it, and it's a creative, and you're just correcting yourself. To, it's not a problem. Number one, it's not the creek sieve. I know it's a creek sieve. What the justification for it is, as, as somebody wrote about this, it was done in front of many people who are much greater than any of us, and they never, never raised an objection to it. Why it's done, there may be reasons for it. Maybe there's not. We just sat the minute, goes back many years. Fine. But you've got a problem, you're just correcting yourself. It's not a problem. Anything you say, is not automatically a correction. The shot is anything you say Turkey they did, but it's all said together. So if my da says, I don't know if Zecha is the right one or Zecha is the right one, I want whichever one, whichever one should be the correct one, I want that one to be the correct one. So I've said them both together, so if I said Zecha and Zecha together, if I could, but I can't, so the only way I can say them together is by saying them Turkey they did, whichever one I want to be affected is affected, that was my da, and the other one is not a Hesuk, because it was said Turkey they did, but they were all said together. So you don't have a Hesuk, you don't have a correction, it's not a problem. I've got further rights to, to, to this, you say, from a Ramam, Elsa, I think, Hilsma'ila, but it's not a correction. I believe it's a, it's a mistake. People have this idea, anything you say, totally it's automatically a mistake. It's always a correction. It's not a correction. In most cases, you're correcting yourself, that's why you're saying it's totally liberal. But it doesn't have to be a correction. The way the Rambam, the Rabbin Khanan makes clear, totally liberal is to shout anything you say, totally liberal, is, I'm saying it all together. Whatever I say, Turkey Dibur, or something else, it's said at once. It's as if it's said at once. If I want it to be a correction, it'll be a correction. If you don't want it to be a correction, I don't know which one's correct. So whichever one you want to be affected, will be affected. And then it's a tremendous, you say, it's a tremendous material, because as I said, it's Miyashi this Minas. And the Maishat and Khazikhamari, I'll tell you, don't. Ramosha Feinstein writes, Rabbi Shem Zalman writes, that was the way it was done, it's quite alright to do Simcha Ezeich HaMari, Simcha Ezeich HaMari, no shul should start changing their minah. That brings us to the end of that sugya of... That's why I said, I said that, that's, yeah, I did say that before, I'm well understand. There are Rishonim, who it seems, there's a ritual later on, which, which they discuss it, based on in the, in the, I think the sixth parrot, where it's discussed there. Well, and th- th- therefore they want to say, ah, oh, you see, Tosis holds that it, it doesn't work. And all I'm saying is from Tosis, you've got no riot. Because, as I said, the, the Loshin is so, it's, it's, it really speaks out to you that I don't think that's necessarily what Tosis is saying. As I said, whether I'm right, whether I'm wrong, I don't know. But I think the Yisoid, though, is that, the at least the Simcha I think is a tremendous material. Carries on the Gemara. We are now five lines from the bottom of Yudbeis Amadala. Says Rabba Barchinano, Sabo Mishmederab. Hamispalo, some new Davins, Kashu Korea, when he bows down, Korea Baboruch, he bends his knees at the word Boruch. I mean, it, literally, it means he bows down at Boruch. But the way we know you do it is based on the Zayar, you bend your knees at Boruch, 
you bow, you sort of bow your body at Atov. When you straighten up, Hashem. You straighten up in order to say the name Hashem. Omar Shmuel says Shmuel, my time of the Rav. What's the reason of Rav? Because the writes in the Pesach, Hashem Zeikev Kfufim. Hashem straightens up those who are bent over. So therefore, when you say the name Hashem, you have to be straightened up. So you say Boruch, you bend your knees, Ato, you bend over your body, and when, before you're saying Hashem, you straighten up, so you can say Hashem's name with a straightened body. Says the, the Rabbi Yonah, the idea in this is, because when you bow down to Hashem, because it's an expression of Yero, an expression of awe and trepidation that we feel in front of Hashem. But whereas when, when you're scared of a king, of flesh and blood, it's because of what he can do to you, Hashem is different. He brings a prophet for this. It, the awe and trepidation of Hashem leads me to a betochen in Hashem. I'm so in awe of Hashem that I trust Him so much. He's so amazing that I have betochen that Hashem is my best friend, He's going to look after me. Hashem zoikeb kufufim. As long as I show this year in front of Hashem, Hashem will straighten me up, He'll look, he'll look after me. That's how the, the Rabbeinu Yonah explains it. There's one interesting question which I'll leave you to think about. There are various answers suggested, but it's, a, it's an interesting question nonetheless. Morgan Avram, I think, leaves it unanswered. Why is it then, in Yuma, you know, on Yom Kippur we do it, what do we do when we hear the name of Hashem? When the Kohen Gadol would say the name of Hashem in, on, uh, on Yom Kippur, what does it say? When they heard, Shem, Shemim, when they heard the name of Hashem, that's when they bowed down. So what do you mean? Hashem's name came before them, it says here. You're supposed to straighten up before saying the name of Hashem. Well, there are various answers, but it's something to think about. It could be that I think there's a little more to it, but if you want to take a look, you can look at the Matthew Shekel that he speaks about. Uh, various, one or two answers to the question. But the, um, what, what, as I say, one question to think about. The other, John. Not sure. Oh, we're just saying the name of Hashem. Oh, I see, I see, I see. I see what you're saying. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Good, that's a very good point. I don't know. You're saying, you're saying that you don't shake whether there's a connection? I don't know. When he was lying down. Yeah, 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 yeah. It could be something to do with the nature of Yom Kippur. I've thought, started thinking along those lines. It's worth thinking about. But the, 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 the one exception, by the way, says the Mishnah Bura, he brings from the Chayodim, he says the Ramans have this, is with Modim. When we say Modim, you don't bend your knees. Modim, you just go straight down until the name of Hashem. But this is, by the way, is very important. You see this when people say, Boruchu es Hashem Hamavoyrof. They go, Boruchu es Hashem Hamavoyrof. You're supposed to straighten up before you say the shame of Hashem. Not after you say the name of Hashem. Okay? Baruchu es Hashem Hamavoyrof. Straighten up. Hashem Zekiv Kupavim. Not after you said the name of Hashem, as we're going to see in a second. Okay, very important. Um, one other Nakuda is the. Um, one last point is the. the Morgan um, Avram, he, he, he later on in Kupchav Zayn, there's really these covering points in the sheet here, we'll do it straight away now, is that um, he says that the. He brings the Trumas session and explains it, that this Nakuda, you have to straighten up yourself before saying the name of Hashem. That means that if you want to straighten up straight away, then do it before saying the name of Hashem. If you want to say the whole bracha bent down, that's quite alright. So if you know you start off Yishmanet and you say Baracha to Hashem and over the Kaddish, you can say the whole bracha straight, you know, bent down. That's fine. If you want to straighten up, though, straighten up before you say Baracha to Hashem. Before you saying Hashem, straighten up. But otherwise, you can stay bent down as long as you straighten up before the end of the bracha. When you get to Baruch HaTor, at the end, Baruch HaTor Hashem Morgan Avram, you have to straighten up. However, the end of the bracha, it would change. We haven't come to this yet, it's a, later on, there's Alokha because it's just a practical problem. If you say Baruch HaTor Hashem Morgan Avram, you can't stay bent down. Because of the next bracha, Atol Gibar, you can't start Atol Gibar bent down. It's a Gemara later on. So there you would, to take my word for it, there you would have to straighten up before saying the name of Hashem. But the Yisrael Adobah is, this halacha, you have to straighten up before saying the name of Hashem, that's only if you want to or you have to straighten up at the beginning of the Prophet. But if you don't have to, 
you're able to stay and you want to stay bent down for the rest of the bracha, that's fine. Says the Gemara. May say, so we ask a question from a Pasuk. The Pasuk says, When saying my name, is an expression of being bent down. Nachas is at rest. So you see that when you say the name of Hashem, you're supposed to be bent down, not straightened up. So answers the Gemara, does it say when you're saying my name? At my name? It says before saying my name. Before saying my name, you should be nachas, you should be bent down. But, but once you come to the name of Hashem, Hashem zekev kvufim, of course you're straightened up already. Omani Shmuel Barav. Shmuel said to Barav, Bar Uryon, which basically means like a big Talmud Chacham, bright one, told the Emaloch Nilsam al Yosad, the Oma Avuch, come and I'll tell you something, a beautiful thing that your father said. Hoki Oma Avuch, this is what your father said. Keshu Kareya, when he bows down, Kareya Baboruch, he starts bowing at Boruch. And Keshu Zaykeb, when he straightens up, Zaykeb Hashem, he straightens up in the name of Hashem, as we've said. As we said, it's a beautiful idea, presumably like the Rabbi Yonah says, because our Yiro brings us to this to this betochen in Hashem, that we can straighten up. Top of your base on the base. Rav Cheshes, Rav Cheshes, Kikora, when he would bow down, Kora Kechizro. When he went down, he'd go down like a stick. That means he'd go down, when you bow down, you say, Baruch Atah, you don't go down slowly, you go straight down, like Rosh says, like you throw down a stick. Straight down. Baruch Atah. He calls Zokib, when he straightened up, Zokib Kechivyo. He straightened up like a snake. You ever seen a snake straighten up? What does it do? It raises its head first and then its body. So when you bow down, basically, when you bow down, Tosaf fills us in, so you're supposed to bow down straight down and make sure you bow your head as well, not like a toad. He brings to your me. A toad, when it bows down, it keeps its head bent up. It bows down like that. It bends its back. I don't know what the toad does with its back, but it keeps its head straight up. You're supposed to bend your head down as well, and you go straight down, and when you come up, your head comes up first, and then your body, slowly, nice and slowly. That's the way you're supposed to, because when you bow down for Hashem, it's supposed to be quick. When you come up for Hashem, it's supposed to be slowly and gradual. Um, in fact, you know what, let's, let's, let's just see together, we'll, we'll, we'll see the toast inside, since it's pertinent to the halacha. Sorry? Well, no, Boruch, you begin to bow, so you, you bend your knees, and when you say, also, you go straight down. Well, in Modim, it'll be, the whole thing will be in one go. For us in the Bracha, it's, it's not spelled out in the Gemara, it's a Zaya, which says you bend your knees at Boruch, and also, then you actually bend down. In Modim, you just go straight down. Yeah? But whenever you go straight down, it's going to be in one go, and you bend your head. Yeah? Let's see that in Tosus. Korat Yechizra. Come on, I mean, later on we'll see Achiroik Isa of Khuru. There's a whole discussion later on the Gemara how far you have to bend down. It's not enough just to sort of bend your knees, just to bend a little bit. Varosh is off with your head straightened up. You have to bend your head as well. The Chenit of Yerushalmi says you'll see in Yerushalmi the Pekin of our Peret. But don't bow down too heavily. Again, this will be discussed later on, Bezat Hashem. Do not do like this toad. That's the Tazim Rishami for the word toad. The Atzav, because the toad, when it bows down, it keeps its head straightened up. Um, we'll just finish off. This is not really Nagat us right now, but we'll finish off nonetheless. Bear this in mind for quite a while. Shon is shaken called Shabbat Tila. On Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, people used to have the custom to bow in a ba- bent position. They, sorry, they used to daven in a bent position. One needs to be careful. You have to lift yourself up before you end a bracha. You can bend your, you can uh, bend that baruch. And straighten up straight away. So I'm leaning on the Kaman because we say later on, so if Einoim did, in Baal Ishcha, it's the Chilach Kol Baracha, the Seb Kol Baracha, Menam Dine Seb Shalei Yishcha. The kids that a person is not allowed to, um, a person is not allowed to um, stay bent, right, a person is not allowed to bend down at the beginning and the end of any Baracha. So the kids, what he's saying is, you, we'll see, we'll, 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 sorry, 
Yeah, yeah, of course, except where, where Chazal was talking. It's, the truth is, that part of Seder Zedat Hashem will we'll see more, de- more detail later on. Okay? We'll see exactly what, what a person is allowed to do on Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah. We'll, we'll, we'll leave that part out. Carries on the Gemara. Vohoma Rabba Barchinno, second line down. Vohoma Rabba Barchinno, Sabo Meshmei Derav. Kol Hashanah Kudah, the whole year. Oto Mispalel, a person davens Hakel HaKodesh, Merech Oif Tzadaka Umishpat, Chut Me'asara Yom Meshabein Rish Hashanah V'yem HaKodim, except for... That's how it's made sure, but it should look familiar to us. Shemispalel hamelech hakodesh. That a person, now says me tshuva, he ends the third brach of Shemana Esrei, hamelech hakodesh. The hamelech hamishpot, and Hoshiba, he finishes off hamelech hamishpot. Rabbi Rosa, Omer Rabbi Rosa, he says, Afiru Omer hakel hakodesh. Even if a person says hakel hakodesh, Yotza, it's fine, he's been Yetzel, Shanem, as it says, Vayikba Hashem Tzvokes hamishpot, and Hashem was was raised was raised up in judgment for Kela Kodesh and the Holy God Niktash Bitsoka was sanctified in Soka. Emosai Vaikba Hashem Tvakit Tamishpot, when is Hashem raised up in judgment? Edu Asoriyom should Mirish Hashomakipurim. These are the ten days from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. The Kaoman it says Hokela Kodesh. So you see that you can say Hokela Kodesh even during the Aserasimate Shuva. My Have Allah so says the Gemara, what's the final stuck? What do we do? Do we do like Rabba or do we do like Rabbi Loza? You can keep it as normal. You don't have to change. Rabba Omar, whereas Rabba says, You say, You say, Now the question is, does that mean to say Le'ikuvah? That if you didn't say Amelech HaKodesh, or you didn't say Amelech HaMishpat, you have to go back? Or no? It's just saying, ideally you should say Amelech HaKodesh, ideally you should say Amelech HaMishpat. That pivots a little bit on what Rabbi Loza was talking about. Was he saying, you can do whatever you want? Or was he just, or was he saying, no, ideally you should say Amelech HaKodesh? But if you want, or sorry, if you did say HaKel HaKodesh, you'd have to go back. The bottom line is it's a Machalekis Roshanim and we passed in because the Rambam, the Rosh, the uh, Rif, Tosus, they all say that Rabba and Rav means say you have to say HaMelech HaKodesh. You have to say HaMelech HaMishpat. And if you didn't say them, you go back. Let's take a look at the Tosus. The Hilchasar Kabbal say the Rabba on the right hand side. The Hilchasar Kabbal say the Rabba on the right hand side. Rabba. The Sorech Lachsem HaMelech HaKodesh. One has to Finish off Hamelech HaKodesh, Hamelech HaMishpot. If a person didn't do that, Machzirin so we make him go back. If you didn't say Hamelech HaKodesh, unless you caught yourself straight away, okay, if you, this is again, is on, this is all on the sheets from, uh, from today. If one, the, the first question there was, what happens if a person, um, so around the parts of the additions of Shemel Esrei, if a person said, Hamelech HaKodesh, what should he do? Um, by the way, there, there was one halacha brought on the sheet in the previous section that the Azoi Tashri, if a person is approached by a goy, you're davening and a goy approaches you holding a cross in his hand. Should you bow down? I mean, not, obviously not, I'm talking about your davening. Do you want to say Boruch HaTor? You want to bow down, but it's going to look like you're bowing down to the cross. There's Azoi Tashri, most definitely you should not. There's a Morgan Avram who says if it's an officer who comes along with like a cross on his, on his uh, clothing, he says, maybe, Sorachian, maybe a person could bow down. Maybe yes, maybe no. Mishpura says, no, we don't. Especially when you're davening, most definitely do not bow down to any sort of cross. Better not to bow down at all. Okay, it's just uh, one other interesting adolf. It's brought like Zoya on out of gear. But back to the case of Akela Kodesh. A person says Akela Kodesh. What should he do? So as we said, we say you've got to go back. If you caught yourself Turkey Dibo, as long as you haven't started the next bracha, What's our locha? Turkadeva, you can make the correction. If you said Akela Kodesh, Hamelech HaKodesh, that's fine. As long as you haven't started the next bracha. There is a very interesting halacha, and that is, because basically on, on Rosh Chodesh, there's a halacha on Rosh Chodesh, if a person missed out Yalav on Rosh Chodesh, um, and it was in Marib, Marib of Rosh Chodesh, since Basin would never sanctify the month in the night, so one doesn't have to repeat the Shemena Esri if you missed out Yalav in Mariv of Rish Chodesh. So there is a shuva of the Mayim Chaim, um, sorry, not of the Mayim Chaim, the Chaim Odom brings, brings, uh, brings an opinion 
that it could be on Rosh Hashanah you'd say the same thing. If you said Akel HaKadosh on Rosh Hashanah night, that's the first night you're going to be saying you should be saying HaMelech HaKadosh. Well, they wouldn't sanctify the new year on the night of Rosh Hashanah. They'd always do it during the day. So maybe you wouldn't have to go back. They said we'll never sanctify the new year on the night. So okay, you should say HaMelech HaKadosh, but you didn't. Maybe it's like not saying Yalaviyavo on the first night, on, on the night of Rish Chodesh. Mishaburah doesn't like it. Shah Tieni rejects it. For various reasons, I've written one reason on there, you take a look at the Shah Tieni yourself, it's slightly more involved. He says, he's not so convinced of, it, of, of the Alokha. It's an interesting Alokha, though, something to think about as well. What about Hamela Chamishba? Now, Tosin says Hamela Chamishba as well, you'd have to go back, and that's the way we pass it. However, there's a slight twist here. Why is there a twist in Hamela Chamishba? Did you say Melech anyway? We always say Melech. We say Melech Eitz Tzedakah and Mishpat. So says the Rabbeinu Yonah, if you said Melech Eitz Tzedakah and Mishpat, you wouldn't have to go back. You wouldn't have to go back. So what Tosa is talking about, what's the Gemara talking about, there is a gift that the Maksavitri says they used to say Ha'kelah Mishpat. During the year they'd say Ha'kelah Mishpat. So the bottom line is that this. If you said Melech Eitz Tzedakah and Mishpat, if you catch yourself Turkey Dibur, then fine, make the correction. You say Melachid Stockway Mishpot, Hamelacham Mishpot, that's fine. But if you haven't caught yourself, it doesn't matter. Continue on, don't worry about it. If for whatever reason you did not say Melachid Stockway Mishpot, you said for whatever reason you didn't say the word Melach there, you said Akela Mishpot or something like that, then you would have to go back. Now, if you haven't finished the Shemelechah yet, then you just go back to Hashiva. Like any mistake in the middle in the body of the Shemelechah, you just go back to Hashiva Shevtainu. But if you finish the Shemelechah, you'd have to go back. Generally, this would not happen because we say Melechah is stuck Mishpat during the year. So, generally speaking, one would not have to go back. There is a Taz who says a person would have to dominate a, a Shemelechah with a Tvilas and Dovah. The Mishpat does not even mention that. Huh? The, oh, yeah. Yeah, and apparently, these are lots generally, by the way. I'm taking the Mr. Burris. That is going to be the, uh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, if one is in doubt, oh, so it carries on. In fact, I think we're going to have to leave the rest of the posters till tomorrow. That's, so we'll complete this tomorrow.